Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Well, I guess it could be the morning if you're listening to it then, or evening. This is another one of my Fit and Form podcasts, where you might be seeing a little bit different if you're consuming it through YouTube. I've decided to add a little bit of a video component there since we do put it on YouTube. We might as well try and maximize what we're showing you there. And of course, if you listen to it on our podcast series, which you can find by going to our homepage, osmo.com, looking at the banner right across the top there, find the podcast network, click it, scroll over and find golf. You'll be able to find all of these, all three of these podcasts that I do each and every week. The opening tee, which I did yesterday, the Fit in the Form podcast, this one, the second edition. And of course, we finish it off with the Against the Green podcast tomorrow. So like I said, you're going to be seeing my ugly mug for a little bit here before I bring in some of my graphics that I'm going to use for the video component of the YouTube series. But of course, uh, if you're just listening to it in your podcast, yeah, you'll be able to do that as well. It's not going to affect that at all. So without further ado, let's jump in. And as I do each and every week, I give you kind of a background of what we're going to be doing. We're going to be heading to the Bermuda Championship and Port Royal Golf Club. Port Royal Golf Club, one of the harder-to-hit fairways on the PGA Tour, coming in only at about 54% there last week. Driving distance, though, one of the largest or longest on tour per average, 306, while the greens were hitting about two-thirds of the time, 67%. While uh, scrambling, 61%, and when you were on the green, it ranked about 30th out of 45th last year hardest, so maybe on a little bit of a harder side uh, terms of average putts per green and regulation again no strokes gained information or anything like that so in this fit and form podcast if this is your first time listening what i do is i go over the recent form the course history which we only have one year of this year and the strokes gained analysis so how the golfers are performing well recently of course there are four components to the golf game off the tee your approach your around the green and your on the green work and strokes gain breaks it into those four categories. So we'll take a look at them. All right. So like I said, it's the Bermuda Championship this week. We're going to start off with a little bit of recent form. But before I do, I want to tell you about the awesome promo we've got going on here this week at Osmo.com. It is a happy Halloween from us here. And what you're going to do, use promo code PUMPKIN to get access to Osmo Plus Platinum Weekly Pass for just $10.31. I like that little $10.31, little Halloween there for us. And with that, you're going to get access to all of Osmo's player projections, ownership projections, top golfers tool if you're looking at just golf, top NFL stacks if you're looking at NFL, and all of the other Osmo Plus premium content that we have to offer. You're going to get that for just $10.31, an incredible deal. It's like 60% off, something like that, roughly what the normal weekly pass is. So come on, take a look at that. A great way to just try us out. You know, we had some million dollar winners from football last week uh, and a second place. Not not just first, but we also had first and second. So obviously uh, the guys, uh, the NFL guys are doing something right. So no better time to join. All right, we're going to jump into recent form. As I said, we're going to start off with the positive side. Top 10s, Will Zalatoris has five. Justin Sue has three. Those are the only two guys in the field that have more than two, while Doc Redman, Christopher Ventura, Peter Milnani, Denny McCarthy, Tyler McCumber, and Ali Schneiderjans. What a name. Love to hear that. Each of those guys have two top 10s in the last 11 weeks. Switching over to top 25s now, speaking of Ali Schneiderjans, he's got three. He leads 
A pack of golfers like Ventura, Melnani, Brendan Todd, and Charlie Hoffman will also have three, but they all pale in comparison to Will Zalatoris and Justin Sue. Will has seven top 25s in the last 11 weeks, while Justin Sue has four. Now when we go to cuts made, because it is a cut event, it's 132 golfers teeing it up with the top 65 in ties making the weekend. Adam Shank, he's 6 for 6. Justin Sue, 5 for 5. Ben Martin, Emiliano Grillo, also 5 for 5 heading into this week. Trending upwards, though, we've got a couple of golfers that uh, may not have been mentioned in the top 25 or 10 category, but are certainly trending upwards. We had Wyndham Clark. He got off to a little bit of a rough start. He missed the cut four or five weeks ago. They came in 66th. Then, a couple weeks ago at the Shriners, came in 13th. As the game is starting to come together, he found a putting stroke. His off-the-tee game is always good, so he's trending in the right direction. Howard Varner, he had a missed cut at the Northern Trust, but then bounced back with a 29th, and then 13th a couple of weeks ago, so Harold Varner seems to be going in the right direction. Lastly, on this trending up category, Cameron Trengale. This is an interesting one. He, he had that weird DQ at the PGA Championship where it looked like he was going to easily make the cut and ended up signing a wrong scorecard, so he missed it, got DQ'd from the event. But now he's battled back, had a really good week at the Shriners a couple of weeks ago, uh, came in the top 20, uh, so it's been a little bit of an up and down, but certainly trending in the right direction heading here this week. Golfers that are probably not, not probably, they are not trending in the right direction, or I shouldn't say all of them, because there's 108 golfers in the field that are looking for their first top 10. Some of those names include Wes Bryant, uh, in the last 11 weeks, that is, of course. Wes Bryant, Scott Piercy, Aaron Wise, Maverick, Nick Neely are just a few of them. However, all of those golfers, Bryant, Piercy, Wise, McNeely, oops, sorry, I went a little fast. I hit my mouse. I apologize uh, there. However, uh, all of those guys I just mentioned, Brian Piercy, Wise, McNeely, all of them have a top 25. However, these golfers do not, that I'm about to mention, Andrew Putnam, Bill Haas, Tom Lewis, Troy Merritt, Kyle Stanley, and Kevin Tway. Now, I'm going to say that in each of those, I only have four in the top one, and I've got maybe five or six in the next one, that each of those ends up getting a guy through their respected uh, measurement, so a top 25 for Putnam, Haas, Lewis, Merritt, Stanley, or Tway. And then a top 10 for Brian Piercy Wise or McNeely. Okay, let's move on now to the last one. These guys, these guys need to make a paycheck here. They have made a paycheck in quite some time. Uh, not once over the last 11 weeks. That's, that's crazy. Vaughn Taylor, Michael Kim, Brian Gay, Aaron Badley, and John Oda all will be looking for a paycheck this week. If you're familiar with my content or you're not, you may have uh, seen this before. This is part of the graphic that I put in not only my model for Osmo Plus members, but of course I put out in my recent form article uh, that I do, or the fit in the form guide article, I should say, that I do each and every week. Just a graphic of trying to show you uh, some of the golfers we just talked about with Zalatorius being five top 10s, seven top 25s in eight events, Justin Sue three and four in five events. And uh, it's just a, a good indication of where golfers playing. Cameron Percy, hey, he's three for three in terms of cuts made, two for three in top 25. So, of course, if you want more information uh, or this and want to download the full one, check out the Fit and the Form Guide or my Osmo Plus model. Okay, let's move on to course history now, which this one's a little different because we only have one year. I'd normally be talking about this for, I would say, three or four minutes, uh, giving my spiel about it. 
But uh, we're just now going to talk about one year because that's all we've got. So the notes that I have from it before we get into some of the players. Driving accuracy from the top 10 was 65%. So 10% above the average. 303 was the driving average. So maybe a little bit below the average uh, for the week. And 74% green in regulation rate, which was a full 8 percentage points above the average of golfers. Uh, that played there this week. So certainly interesting there. Um, I, I would lean a little bit heavier on green and regulation, even though driving accuracy is 11 percentage points above um, where it was. I, I, there is a certain correlation between driving accuracy and greens and regulation. Uh, you know, looking at this chart, you know, we see something like Brendan Todd hitting 70% of his fairways, hitting 76% of his greens. Uh, David Hearn, 73 and 75 uh, and it, Ben Taylor, 68 and 79. So you can see the highest driving accuracy for the week, or the higher the driving accuracy for the week, the the larger number of greens in regulation one hit. Um, and it, it totally makes sense. Of course, these are golfers that are competing again here this year that you're seeing uh, in this graphic in front of you. You know, Brendan Todd, 27 birdies last year. Crazy, obviously, the putts per green in regulation, or which would be considered strokes gain putting, or in some variation of that, I should say. Uh, he was one of the leaders in the field. Okay, now let's uh, go on uh, to our uh, strokes gained information. And this is where we're just going to go into how the golfers are getting it done and try and build a little bit of a profile in terms of what we're going to see or what golfers we want to be rostering this week. So we're going to start off with strokes gained total. But first, before I'm going to give you a couple of notes, 17 of the 132 golfers don't have a start uh, in the database that I'm using here, which spans about 46 weeks. Except Straka has the most starts out of anyone in those 46 weeks, accumulating 34 starts. That's a lot of golf. Uh, Sung JM probably would have more, though, if he was in the field. Matt Jones, KH Lee, Brian Stewart, and Troy Merritt all have over 30. Over the last five weeks... Uh, I'm sorry, eight weeks. Brendan Todd is the only one with five starts, while uh, Lee, who I just mentioned, Troy Merritt, Justin Hadley, Maverick McNeely, and Rafa Cabrera-Bello all have four. Uh, Okay, now let's go into the data set here. Just four golfers have gained at least two strokes total more than five times in this field. In comparison, last week, we had over 50 golfers in the field accomplish this. These golfers are, though, Denny McCarthy, Doc Redman, Cameron Tringale, and Christopher Ventura. Looking at it a different way now in terms of percentage of starts where you gained at least a stroke and a half total. Will Zalatoris has done it in two of three times. It's kind of obligatory because we only have like three starts for him. Uh, But Ventura has done it six out of 15 times. No one else is above 40. Well, Cam Percy and Henrik Norlander are the only other two golfers to have done this in 30% or more of their starts. Digging a little bit deeper here. I'm going to look for golfers now that have uh, done this in at least 24% of their starts. And what I'm looking for is at least a stroke and a half gain total. And some of these names include Harold Varner, Wyndham Clark, Peter Melnati, Chase Seifert, Doc Redman, Maverick McNeely, and Cam Tringale. Okay, now as we head on down and we take putting out of the equation and look at strokes gain T to green, obviously Harold Varner and Emiliano Grillo. No surprise when you take putting out to see those two guys pop up. Um, and even uh, when we look a little bit at uh, the graphic here, we see Camilo Vijegas come kind of out of nowhere from his tee to green, almost gaining three. We see Stuart Sink having a good week during his win. Will Zalatoris, Doc Redman, a couple of other names there. 
another few Doc Gim, uh, sorry, not Doc, Doug Gim and Brendan Todd join Harold Varner and Peter Malnati as the only four golfers that have gained over 1.25 total strokes gained tee to green twice in the last eight weeks. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said total strokes. I'm sorry. Strokes gained tee to green. Um, which is, you know, obviously something that we're looking for this week. In terms of the entire data set, um, Harold Varner has gotten the most in, in this field here this week. Now, switching to our off-the-tee measure here. But before we do, don't forget, smash that like button for me. And, of course, if you want more info and more videos coming to you, make sure you subscribe as well. So, uh, of course, we love to always talk about that like button here and, and make a, a good fun with it. So go ahead and hit that like button for me on your way as you consume and watch this video. So next one, strokes gained off the tee we're going to talk about. First, I'll mention the notes here that you see on your screen. Will Gordon, he had a great week a couple of weeks ago, gaining almost 1.6 strokes. Jonathan Vegas, Keith Mitchell, Will Zalatoris, and Wyndham Clark are a couple other names you're about to hear. Uh, coming up as Johnny Vegas. Doc Redman and Ryan Bram, they're all over 50% of their starts in which they gain a half a stroke. So some of the only golfers in the field to do that, Keith Mitchell and Johnny Vegas uh, have gained over a stroke the most times, Vegas doing it six and Mitchell doing it five times, the only golfers in the field to do so. However, William Gordon, he is four for 11 in gaining over a stroke. And he's also four for 11 in gaining a half a stroke. So what does that mean? That means that he's been a bit feast or famine when he's started in these 11 starts that he's had. So look for him this week to either get it quickly or not. That's kind of how it goes with these young guys, and Gordon is not uh, immune to that by any stretch. All right, let's look at strokes gain on the approach, which we know is going to be super important this week. Obviously, with driving accuracy being down so much, uh, we know that there's not as much of an emphasis on driving. So... Got some notes here, Grillo and Camillo. I like saying that. That was a nice little rhyme there. But Camillo has certainly played well from his irons, gaining almost two strokes a few weeks ago. Miliano Grillo also, he leads. He's the only golfer in the field in any category to have gained double digits in terms of number of starts in a specific requirement. So this one was at least over a stroke on strokes gained approaches. Dr. Edmund came in second there at nine times. In terms of consistency, Grillo is also the most consistent, gaining a half a stroke in 64% of his starts. While Cam Percy, Cam Tringale, as well as Harold Varner, Doc Redman, Russell Knox, Stott Stallings, Henrik Stenson, and Camilio Vijegas are all over 50%. Okay, now we go to around the green. If you really think that's going to work out this week, which it did last year for this next golfer I'm going to talk about, who came in the top 10 here, is Fabian Gomez. He's gained over a stroke around the green six times in this data set, who certainly uh, rides his short game to his success and maybe another good week upcoming for him here. Hank Lebiota has also been pretty good around the green recently. Now, the most important stat for some and most this week, especially with seeing Brendan Todd winning at minus 24 last year, is strokes gained putting. So who has been hot recently? And no one has been hotter than Maverick McNeely and Peter Malnati, who have gained over two and a half strokes at a time. And each of them have gained over 10 strokes for an entire tournament. Super impressive for them. Certainly, guys, that if they can get there, Irons clicking this week. They'll have a plenty of birdie putts they look at. So certainly uh, interesting to roster. Of course, other golfers in the data set and that you can see have uh, gained at least a stroke 
in the last 11 weeks include Andrew Putnam, Patrick Rogers, Brian Stewart, and Bo Hostler. All of them getting in at least one time over a stroke. A couple of other guys like Wyndham Clark and Harold Varner, uh, certainly, and Christopher Ventura certainly could look to uh, get it done here this week. So, um, that will do it uh, for the Fit in the Form podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, for coming by and enjoying uh, this podcast with me. I try and keep them short and sweet. Last, last uh, The opening tea podcast was about 26 minutes. This one's about 16 minutes here. Uh, so, of course, um, on your way out, if you could, on the Awesome uh, YouTube channel, if that's how you're consuming it, make sure you subscribe for uh, more videos. And, of course, on the podcast side, make sure... You are uh, clicking the notification so that uh, when I drop these, you, these go live and you can consume them at your leisure there. So uh, again, I will be back for the third and final edition, fix my glasses here, sorry, of uh, the Osmo Golf Weekly podcast series with the Against the Grain podcast tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, depending on when you're listening to this. Normally, I get those out uh, around like 9, 9.30, the Against the Grain, because we know how important ownership is. Of course, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, this will be up uh, around 1.30 on Tuesday afternoon. Of course, 2.30 p.m., we've got Ben Raza and Timothy Frank for the PGA DFS Strategy Show coming up. And Jeff Ulrich and I had a great show, the PGA DFS First Look Show that came out Monday. We give our first bets and a couple of other tidbits for the week, so be sure to check that out. So. Till next time, everybody. Thank you for joining the Fit in the Form podcast. Uh, find me on Twitter, of course, at DFSGolfer23 if you want to chat a little bit more. So until next time, everybody, we'll see you on the other side. Cheers.